Self-care game podcast should not be considered as or replaced with therapy. If you're currently experiencing a mental health crisis, please reach out to your local mental health authority or the suicide crisis hotline. Hey guys, welcome back to Self Care Gang. Hey guys, it's Desiree, aka oh, yeah. I forgot to introduce myself. Yeah, you had to you had to tell us, but hold on, it's Desiree, aka um, Carmen San Diego, because I'm looking for a new country to move to. Okay, it's Devin, also known as Sent from Devin. Also known as Megan The Stallion's tall jeans. <laughs> Girl, the jeans is taller than you. Well, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think the jeans taller than me. How tall are you again? Four eleven. Yes, ma'am. Her leg is not four eleven. <laughs> her <laughs> legs, her hip, her toy—they high waisted jeans. Girl, if they high waisted jeans, well, I'm they still definitely- her jeans though. It don't matter. Cause you know she Fine. dropped a new, new um, line of jeans with Fashion Nova. Yeah, why it gotta be Fashion Nova? Yeah, I wish it was something else. Cause they be um, they use slave labor, from and they understand. steal from black creators, and they don't yeah. post black creators that they actually market to. Yeah, but I support a queen getting her money. Yeah, get your money by any means. I mean, they got that con. They had that contract with Cardi B too. So, whatever, get your money. Yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, how was your week? How was my week? Girl, I have been chilling like a villain, um, soaking up some much-needed time away from my job, just kind of getting back to the groove of myself and my sanity, working on my anxiety, trying to come up with, like, a daily routine. So, just been taking a breather and... um, it's Libra season, so I celebrated one of my friends' birthday. And, yeah, I'm just, like, really excited and just really been having, like, a real restful week. That's good. Um, My week, I don't know. I'm trying to think, what have I done? Well, I think I've been, like, last week I told you that I was getting, like, my house in order. And my house is definitely way more in order. But I'm also getting, like, my life in order. Like, I got a to-do list. I'm using my planner again and my calendar. So, I just feel like my life is just... I feel more grounded, basically. So... Ooh. Girl, I need to get into... um Start meditating again. Oh, oh, and that's another thing. Girl, I have been just, like, seeing all this stuff with... um, I posted today on my story about the... What is it called? Ingram's... Oh yeah, I did that. Did, did I talk about that last week? No, we didn't no, I did it. that. I did this. We're gonna have to bring somebody on to talk about that. Um, maybe I can have my friend Monica come on and talk about that because she's really into it too. Ooh. Um, but she knows like way. She explained it to me because I I took my test to my Instagram and I tied for type two and type eight, and basically 
they was like, look over and see which one resonates best with you and also have a friend look at it. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, you're definitely a type eight. So type eight is like the challenger. So you want to think of like Olivia Pope. Okay. Um, Who else can you think of? Like, you know, just people, like characters like that. So that's what type I am. But what's interesting is a type, an unhealthy type eight mimics um, a type two. So that's why I was so close. So type two is like a helper. And they tend to put their needs, others' Ooh, needs before themselves. Girl. And I am like that, like, underneath. like. But on top, I'm, like, very, like, strong-minded mm-hmm. and assertive. Because I'll be trying to protect myself because I know I'm a simp. Oh, my goodness. So my highest was type six. But then I also had a really high type two. Um, like, they were almost tied. I think six and two correlates in some type of way, too. Yeah. You got to read the whole thing in detail. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to read all of it because I was just like, it's I started lot. reading some of it and I got freaked out because I was like, how do they know me? Yeah, they, what's the type six? Type six is um, the loyalist. And it just basically talks about how, oh, girl, it just read me for filth because, actually, let me pull it up. That makes I still sense. had it up in, a, in another window. But it was basically talking about how my, like, deepest desire is for support, like a support system, Mm -hmm. and um, how I basically keep people around longer than I should because I like the to have support. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes, like, question myself and question if I can get things done because, um, and, and because of that, I build up my own support system. And, Mm. like, my biggest fear is not having a support system. And, you know, just from our talks about, like, with my family Mm -hmm. and friends and how important my friends are to me, you know, like, that's huge. So, Mm -hmm. like, it was was spot on. It was scary. You do put a lot of emphasis on that. But I'm the same way, too. Because deep down, type 2 and type 8, we're like, we don't want to be abandoned. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely understandable. I get it. It was scary. I was like, well, wait a goddamn minute here. Mm-hmm. And I, I took it because I saw I saw you post it. But then since I've seen you post it, I've seen a lot of people um, posting it. So I was just like, well, let me see what this is all about. So I just took the test not even knowing, you know, what it was about or anything like that. But, yeah, it says my basic fear is being without support and guidance. Mm-hmm. And my basic desire is to have security and support. And, um, like, so an example, which is so funny, an example is uh, Malcolm X. (laughs) What was examples for me? Girl, they said Trump is a type A. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But they also said, like, people like Beyonce and Tony. um, Who's the the writer? Tony Tony Harrison? I'm I'm not right. I'm not saying it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that writer is, but another one of my you know was... the one that just passed, more Tony Morrison. Oh, yeah. They said she's a type eight. Oh, um, they said Kanye's a type eight. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was reading me for filth. I was like, good God, like. But I appreciate stuff like this. I sometimes I have to be careful because sometimes I get too deeply involved. Just like how I am with like Libra, like I be looking up stuff and like I meet somebody and like look up our compatibility. I mean, but that honestly, enneagrams is like a psychology type of concept, so it really does 
help you. Like mm-hmm. my friend Monica told me it's really helped her because I think she's like the perfectionist type. Oh. So it helped her. Like it kind of tells you how to cope with things and all that. Yeah, I appreciate how when I scroll down, um, it showed the different levels. And, like, show how you operate at your best and how you operate at your worst. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so I'm somewhere in the middle, so I need to strive for operating in it at my best. So it was was dope. It was interesting to learn. But, yeah, so I looked at that. And um, did you want to talk more on that? No, we can do that. We can do a whole episode for that. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll have to have her or anyone who is well-educated on it come on here about that. But also... I've been watching Girlfriends. Me too. And I got all the way up to season seven. Probably- Damn, girl, I'm in season two. <laughs> I just finished. Um, I'm in a phase where Tony is like religious. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know she, they said she ends up getting, leaving the show, right? Yeah. So um, I watched, they did an interview with uh, Charlamagne Tha God and they talked about that. Her contract actually ended. Mm. And she just chose to, as a professional actress, because most of them were like 25 when they started that. And then they did six seasons, which was six years. And she was basically mm-hmm. kind of scared of aging herself out of roles. So um, just by sticking by girlfriends, you know. And um, so her contract ended. She just decided to, to not con- continue. And they said, and I was listening to a podcast where they were saying the friend zone mm-hmm. where friend said she was listening to an interview too. And they said she decided not to extend her contract because she was trying to get break, like become a breakout movie star. Right. And it didn't work out. Did you just say that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> y'all. I was texting. <laughs> right. I'm looking at you saying, and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It happens. Girl. <laughs> I can tell I, I, how you looked at me. You was like. I was like, okay. Like, did she say something else in it? Like, maybe she lied and said something different in a different interview? I don't know. What oh, no, no, no. Sorry. But, yeah, I heard that on a, on the other podcast. But, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, after season seven, it's so good. Like, it's so funny. But I miss Tony. Like, so I stopped watching. Yeah, they watching. said that you can definitely, they said you can definitely tell the difference yeah, when Tony is gone. I stopped watching because I missed her. As shallow as she was and as annoying. She played a good part. They all play their part. Yeah, like, I liked her character. And you know what? Growing up, I remember her character and remembering to, like, aspire to be, like, that bougie. <laughs> she was nar- a narcissist. She was. Now, I didn't want, like, the whole level because she just couldn't see past dollar signs. But she was always fabulous. She always had her hair done. She was always well put together. You never mm-hmm. saw her looking crazy, except like in season two where you're watching. Um, when she was broke. Yeah, girl. That was, and you would think that'd be a humbling experience, but it's it's not really. Damn. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been it watching that. I've been watching that like every night, every day. That's the only thing I've been watching. And also, I've been watching Lovecraft County, country. I Lovecraft country. Is it scary? It is, but I don't like scary stuff either, and I don't like gruesome stuff either, but I can watch it, but it's so black. It's based on a lot of black history, Um, like the Tuskegee, Tuskegee, is it Tuskegee? Tuskegee. Tuskegee, whatever. The experiment is like some of the ancestors that, like that story is connected within it, but Mm. you're not going to notice right off the bat, but if you like... It's like some podcasts that kind of explain the episodes in in detail. Mm-hmm. It's like based around like real black history. Oh, okay. It's really good. We'll have to see. I um, 
Yeah, we'll we'll have to see because I get a little nervous. Me too. I wouldn't watch it at night. <laughs> so I gotta watch it in the daytime. Yeah, I watch well, it in the day. I'm free in the daytime, so maybe I'll watch it in the daytime. Yeah. I just get so, a little nervous with it. But but yeah, so that's pretty much been my life watching girlfriends and now that I'm decided that I don't wanna watch it without Tony, I kinda went back to sister sister. So. Mm, I haven't even started sister sister. I don't watch T V like that. So yeah, anything else? Nope, that's pretty much it. But we'll get into the media segment next. Okay. Press, 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 press. Don't need more press. I made that bitch famous. I made that bitch famous. Okay. So let's get into the first media topic, which is, of course, about our queen, Brianna Taylor, which I feel so horrible about everything that's been going on with her because she just truly did not deserve this bullshit. This is a Girl. shit show. Just like literally sleeping at home and now you're a household name, mm-hmm. not because you're famous for anything positive, but because your life was taken and it didn't deserve to be. Exactly. So news broke out last week. Um, a grand jury filed a motion and basically said that the attorney general, Daniel Coon of the Year, um, basically didn't give them all the information regarding the case. Like they didn't get they didn't receive the options to even to indict 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 indict. Indict, y'all. I can't pronounce shit. But anyways, <laughs> to indict um the, the officers and then also like the information that they gave regarding the case was misleading and they um asked for the recordings of the decisions and like everything they talked about to be released and this was a a grand juror that came out and said this right mm-hmm. yeah because they filed a motion to be able to speak freely about the case because normally with jurors they can't say anything about the case like they can't yeah. even like they can't reveal their identity they can't release any case yeah. details or anything but he requested that all recordings transcripts and reports of the panel relating to the police involved shooting of the case to be released to the public um they said he misrepresented the, the attorney general misrepresented the information that was presented to them and now the attorney general filed a motion basically said he needs time to protect the witnesses because it's private citizens that like um testified in it so he needs time to basically like block out their names and all that like edit documents mm-hmm. so he got to friday he has till Friday to oh drop in. Mm-hmm. So and it was supposed to be today, but he extended it to Friday. So basically, he's getting a free pass to edit this shit however he want to edit it. I don't know. Like, this this is so shady. This is like... It's so shady. Like, they, they know they wrong. It's shady, but this is where I start to believe conspiracy theories and like um scandal. Yeah, I've watched too many episodes of that because shit. like like this shit is crazy. Like mm-hmm. they literally killed her in her sleep. She literally wasn't doing anything, and nobody is being indicted for her death. Like that's crazy. They're but then, getting but indicted because they shot into the neighbors. But oh, on top of and that, it's only the white neighbors that they were indicted for, not the black neighbors' apartments. Girl, on top of all that. 
Um, ballistics reports also does not support that um, the boyfriend shot at one of the police officers first. And this is important because his shot was used to justify not charging the officers. Because they said oh, they because yeah. they said it was like self defense. Yeah. But they but the report does not support that he shot at them first. Right when it when they get down to the forensics of it, mm-hmm. you know it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of bullshit. And that like, I I promise you, I just feel like there's some like bigger conspiracy with all of this. Like, I feel like yeah, they paid off that family, and I honestly I hate to say it, but I feel like obviously no one is gonna be charged for her murder. And I just feel like there's like a bigger thing that we're we can't see or that we're being distracted from or I don't know like Mm -hmm. because the fact that this is so open and closed and it's just being like just closed don't even open it Mm -hmm. just close it like it's it's weird it's really a hot mess and I remember seeing now I don't know the validity of any of this this is all speculation and allegedly but I remember seeing when this first came to um, came to the public about her you know passing and you know being killed I saw something about how that area, they're trying to basically buy people out of that area to, like, gentrify it or something like that and uh, to get certain people out. So, I mean, that could be true. It could not be true. It could play a part. That's what they was doing on Scandal. Yeah. They was doing that type of shit. And, you know, even with this stuff with the president getting elected, I don't know if you watched Scandal, but it was one episode when the president (laughs) got elected and they shot his son when he was announcing that he... Yeah, standing right there. They gonna fuck around and do some shit like that. Didn't he get... um, He got a disease or something. Like, they infected him with some uh, rare Yeah, they shot him. Mm -hmm. Girl, it was just like a... I feel like between this case and that debate, I just feel like there's, I, I, I hate to say this, Ooh. I definitely want everybody to go out and vote. Please go out and vote. Please, but this please, is so, please. but this is also but at I, the same time. I honestly Ooh. feel like their power is beyond us controlling this and That's shit. why I was say, it's way bigger than what we think it is. But we like, might as well still vote. Even like, though it's obvious. Yeah, even though it's obvious. I kind of feel like Joe is going to win, but in the same sense, I'm just like, I thought that the same. I don't know, because we thought Trump was going to lose. But also, Hillary had way more ish going on than Joe. I mean, and I get that. But way at the same more. Time, like, she literally, like, got some people, Trump, some veterans killed. Trump was literally... A TV reality star. Like, never in a million years would I have thought that we would have had a reality star as our president. Yeah. But I'm also seeing more more and more Trump supporters, like, backing away. I was seeing, like, somebody, like, on Facebook, one of my Facebook friends posted, and, say, and they said um, this morning that their neighbor took the Trump's, the Trump sign out their yard mm-hmm. and so it's just like i think the b- debate is really showing how heartless he is because let's talk about that the fact did you hear what he said about his son yeah he was that was like that was oh my God. the whole debate was cringing to watch because for one from beginning to end because joe thing. has a speech impediment he has a stutter and he stutters under pressure and right. of course Trump, Trump would be a hard person to debate because I would just want to fight him. 
Right. He was interrupting him every two seconds. He, like, kept mm-hmm. saying... He just kept doing personal digs and mm-hmm. low blows that weren't related. He wasn't even answering the damn topics. And you can tell, like, when he said something about his son, like, I can tell, like, Joe kind of got, like, emotional. Like, that, that's... He did that on purpose. He, he did, did do that, that on purpose. purpose. He did do that on purpose. And Joe was just like, what you not gonna do is talk about my son. And he, and it's like, it's crazy that we have a leader that's using things like substance abuse and mental health as a bad thing. But, like, then, but then sit there and say that mental health matters. And, ta- and the fact that the, the word depression ever rolled off his tongue, it's like, how dare you bring mental health into this when you are sitting there talking about someone's substance abuse problem? Because you're talking cause about, clearly, oh, because your, your son did, no, what do you say? Yeah. Your son did coke or something like that. And it was just like... Because clearly substance use is correlated with depression. Right. And it's a illness. Like that, it's a mental, it's a mental diagnosis. Yeah. So like you can't sit here and say that you care about depression, but then say, oh yeah, your son did drugs. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't sit there and it's not. No, there is no difference. You can't separate out the two, just because one is more socially acceptable than the other, or whatever the case may be. But for him to go that low, and then him talking about neither. For one, I would just say this: I'm still going out to vote, and I'm definitely not voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. But Neither one of them gave a satisfactory answer to the question as it relates to Black Lives Matter and the struggles and the injustices against black people in America. Because they still want white people votes. Neither one of them said flat out that they support the Black Lives Matter agenda or um, anything that made me feel feel at ease about it. Like, they both basically, like, tiptoed around Mm -hmm. it. Trump wouldn't even say the words white supremacist. He wouldn't, cause he don't believe it exists. Cause he is. <laughs> cause one. he said, cause he said he eliminated racial bias training, um, racial sensitivity training, because it was racist. What? Excuse Girl. me. How is it racist? Please tell me. He won't say white supremacist because he is one, and he doesn't appreciate being called one. They don't call themselves that. So, but <sighs> yeah, that too. But at the end of the day, Trump has been showing this to us. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like. I'm not surprised, honestly. Is this is what Trump is? I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed for our country for the debate on both sides. Because neither, like I said, neither candidate gave me a satisfactory answer to what directly affects me as a black person in America. And it made me feel like you can tell we were considered three fourths of a human and as property once upon a time because no other ethnicity is being talked about like as a political pun compared to us. Right. If anybody comes close to it, it's um, Hispanics. Right. And that's because Trump has his own personal vendetta against Hispanics. But up until now, I don't think people really... They're I don't talking think, about us like we are like slaves that just got emancipated yesterday. And yeah, they're just like, just, hey, should they have rights? Girl, well, I feel like everybody should have rights. And it's just like... Shut up. Wait, wait. We talking about us. Like We, we have been emancipated we have been living in this world and we're mm-hmm. still facing injustice and the fact that you can admit that that is unequal but you won't sit here and say i support black lives matter you won't sit here and say i understand and we like even joe um saying that oh you know there are a lot of police officers out there that are good but there's a couple bad apples well no it's a lot of bad apples nigga that's bad, exactly what i was thinking yeah and a few bad apples spoil the bunch so all it takes is a few corrupt... Okay, so let's say they're not racist. Let's say they just corrupt and they just go around uh, selling drugs to people on the street. The the drugs that they compensate, uh, they confiscate from 
drug dealers, let's say they actually turn around and sell it on the street. Mm-hmm. They're still bad apples. So whether they're racist or not, and then guess what? Somebody else is going to find out about it. They cut them in on a deal. They convince other people to go along with it. And before you know it, you have a whole department under investigation because Mm -hmm. of one bad apple. So for him to sit there and say, oh, it's just a few bad apples, that's all it fucking takes. That's all it takes. And I'm just, like, disgusted that these are our options. I'm not... I mean, I don't hate Joe, but I just feel like we can do better. I feel like we can get people that are younger... Mm-hmm. In office, I mean, what you have to be like at least the ageism is it's the ageism for me. Yeah, you have to be at least <laughs> I think forty three or forty four to be. No, a we need like somebody in our th- in their thirties. Yeah, we need somebody who because we saw these old ass white men making decisions the after they you know they ain't too far off from owning slaves they themselves and. They over here running the country, and then we sent turn around and ask them how they feel about black people. You mean the people that they was taught growing up to call the N word? You mean the people that taught you how to wash your ass properly? Right. They was they was around when it was still whites only signs up. So like I ain't I ain't got time for neither one of them. Fucking I mean I'm masses. still I'm still going out to vote, and I am not voting for Trump no matter what. Period. But um, we just good God. Like I know I'm embarrassed for us. For the world, because mm-hmm. I know other countries just like yeah. Wow. They said if twenty twenty was a country, um, it would be America. Yeah, it's the ghetto. We this are so ghetto. ghetto. We are so ghetto. I'm disgusted. I'm just... embarrassed to be American. You would never catch me putting an American flag in my body. Don't call me African American. Okay, it's black with a capital B, bitch. I mean, I say I'm African American. Only because I feel I like it's a difference. Only me. because I feel like it's a difference between like us and like other Africans. Well, I get that, but that's what black is. But, yeah, but I also think African-American culture shapes the fucking world. I don't think being African-American is nothing to be ashamed of, but the American part, Well, I mean, I don't really mean like I'm truly ashamed to be African-American, but I think think that the word black is a synonym for African-American. But I don't think that's distinguishes enough because people in London are black and people in Africa are black. But our culture, African-American culture, just specifically defines the world. People try to okay, be like us. You, you know what I mean? So I, I say I'm African-American yeah, personally. The, so you, you're basically saying the blacks in America. Yeah. Like we are leaders. And I get that. We're trendsetters. But I'm just saying they could just scrape the Africa, the, um, not the African, keep that on there. They could scrape the American off for right now. Just like, just give me a little scratch off on that for right now. Because yeah. y'all, y'all I tripping. I feel you. And find me another country to go to. Yeah. So, in other news, what also popped out in the media is Naya Rivera, rest in peace, sister moved in with ex, her ex-husband. With, well, technically, he's a widow. They, they were still no, married, right? No, no, no. They broke oh, up they before. Divorced? They broke. They broke up before then. Oh, okay. From my understanding, they broke up before then. I think they was broken up for two years before she died. But did they get divorced, or were they just? Not I think separated? they. Yeah, I think they got a divorce. Okay. So the sister moved in with the, the ex-husband the, and the child with Naya's husband and child. Yes. They said <laughs> that she moved in because the son said she the aunt was the closest thing to her mother for him and she basically that's what he said and she basically posted a story and was just like she really don't give a fuck what we gotta say because she gonna be there for her nephew and that's just what it is i don't know 
I think it looks bad, but we we don't know what's going on in their household. I think it's not my business, but I also would not be surprised if it was exactly what we think it is. Yeah. Because they kind of, you know, like certain, certain, in certain cultures and certain families and stuff, <laughs> that's acceptable. It is. But, um, and I don't know if that's the case. Who knows? You know, I, but I'm just going to leave it at, it's not my business either way, as long as the child grows up to be healthy. Yeah. So, in other news, um, Megan unfollowed her best friend, Kelsey, who was there during the shooting. You said some shit was up. <laughs> you Girl. said something was up with her. What are her friends? Well, she was too quiet. She was too quiet. And, and she was missing an action. Mm-hmm. And um, one of Megan's other friends said something. I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to find the, the article. Do you have it? Uh, no, but I can probably find it. But yeah, girl, I knew that. that look, she was too damn quiet, and it was too much going on for her to be that damn quiet. But okay, I found it. So, basically, they unfollowed each other. It was probably one of them good old block and unblock situations because they both stopped following each other. Um. And, like, Kelsey, I put, to those who have sent me positive messages, thank you. It doesn't go unnoticed. I appreciate y'all. And she really hasn't been posted on Instagram. That's what I'm saying. The bitch was too quiet. That's how you... <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be saying this. But I seen her, like, she was at this party I was at in Tulum. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I talked to her shortly. Because I was at this party and a fight broke out. And I was like, oh, this shit ghetto. And she was like, yeah, it is ghetto. And I was like, how you doing? And she was like, I'm good. <laughs> You just running into the goddamn shade room stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm out here like, should I be saying this? But Girl, yeah. you should take a picture of her and submit it. You could have got some money. Girl, no, I ain't that messy. But this was like before everything broke out about it. Oh, okay. But so, yeah. But it was it was after Meg got shot, but before we knew details. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was when she was go. So she just ain't posting on social media, but the bitch still moving around. She been she posted she was in Tulum because I went to go look when I was down there. Oh, okay. <laughs> After I seen her, I was like, what is she posting? And I looked. Yeah, but I seen her in Tulum. Um, it was so random, though. I was just like, That is what? random. And then, like, my other friend, um, my other homegirl said one of her homegirls went to Tulum a couple weeks after I did, and she ran into Megan down there. I was like, everybody in Tulum. Damn, I want to run into Megan. I know. I just want to see how tall I am next to her. Oh, one of my friends been her that's like my size, and it was like she sound just like she rap. <laughs> like say nigga, I don't want to talk. Meet me at the bank. Show me what you really about. Like she a little aggressive. She probably a type A Instagram. But anyways, um, shout out to Megs. Okay, one of um another friend of Megan's called Jaylee called her out and basically told her she was a goofy long face bitch, and. Talking about Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Talking about Kelsey. That. You gonna read this or you want me to read it? You can read we it. We gonna read the whole thing. Okay. Like, Ushabi Ghetto? Yeah, you should. Like, how the fuck you so silent, you goofy, long-faced bitch? How can you come in my room <laughs> that day in the L.A. house and say verbatim in parentheses Tori shot Megan you forgot you came back around 4pm after you got dropped off telling me the details about how he fucking pulled out a gun during a petty argument and he got mad and shot her how the fuck you let a midget bitch shoot my friend ho (laughs) but now you being quiet you a coward ass mouse bitch 
really lied to me of all people about being injured because Tori was beating your ass? What happened to that? Why you ain't say that shit? But Megan's supposed to be your best friend. That's not how best friends work, how bitch slut. I mean, I added that part, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and you know you wrong. God gonna handle you accordingly. I also remember you mentioning that they gonna have to pay you or something. Or you forgot. That must be where you got that little necklace from, huh? I wonder why you only post on Facebook with that weak-ass freestyle. Dead. Remember how Tori <laughs> called you? <laughs> Remember how Tori called you and I told you to decline it? And we both listened to the voicemail of his ass crying, saying how sorry he was for shooting her and how he was too drunk. That amnesia fool, huh? Y'all keep asking why Kelsey's silent? Well, talk now, bitch. Karma gonna fuck you, Miss Girl. Child, <laughs> and they unfollow each other, girl. So, well, but you know, first of all, what do you mean beating? Tori was beating your ass. Does she mean like literally like I fucking think, him? No, no, no. I think I think what she was trying to say is like during the incident, during the you know the whole shooting incident, like he was maybe beating her or something. Like maybe she tried to like hit him or something. Oh, I think okay. that's what I mean. Allegedly, that's what I'm mm-hmm. taking from. Um, from the statement, but um, to be honest, I did have some a lot of questions in regards to why she been so quiet. Right now, she did come out and say it was Tori that shot her. But also, if my friend is if Tori was in the back seat, Meg was in the front seat. I don't know who was driving. I'm assuming it mm-hmm. was either the the bount the uh, security driving or kelsey but i think it was kelsey got off the back seat on that video so it had to be the security that was driving and mm-hmm. then kelsey in the back seat with tori so yeah i do have a question as to why you didn't get injured too because not to say that you know it's it's i'm sure it's a blessing that he didn't turn the gun on her and like shoot her if you know she yeah. came at him but at the same time like why did you have any in- injuries yeah did you try to stop him i mean i don't know from the moment somebody pull out a gun and I'm in a vehicle with them. I'm a. I'm swinging. Right. I'm. I'm gonna do something to knock that shit out your but hand. But you know, we say what we gonna do, and until we get in the situation, I don't know. I just think the situation is just is weird. It is weird. It's weird, and it's so sad how fame and money break up friendships. Because it seemed like before the end, her and Kelsey was pretty solid. Girl, yeah, she Kelsey was in all her little videos doing the savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's sad how fame real and money really breaks up friendships. Or, I mean, it could have been a situation where, I mean, we could speculate all day. It could have been a situation where they had a normal relationship and maybe she did defend Megan during the situation. But maybe Kelsey tried to sell information or maybe, you know, you never really know what happened in the aftermath of everything. Because it seemed like, I mean, they've been following each other for a while. So, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, Megan didn't want to make a scene unfollowing her. But we all saw when she unfollowed Tori. So, she should have just unfollowed them both at the same time. Yeah. I think she, I mean, but that's her friend, though. She was probably trying to figure it out. Yeah. But people have been asking. I have been seeing all the comments where people was like, are you and Kelsey still friends? Of course, she wasn't responding to nothing, but that was just crazy. Yeah. Well, um... Shit, best of luck to you, sis. I don't know. Yeah. But outside of that, um... Megan kind of big, though, so she better hope that Megan and her posse... <laughs> her posse is all women don't find her. Okay. Because Kelsey's small. 
She yeah, she, she like think, my height. She little. Yeah, she like my height. Um, then also, um, NBA Youngboy was arrested recently because he had a gun at his photo at his video shoot. Mm-hmm. That child is so troubled. He is. He's a lot going on. I just wonder what trauma he has experienced. I don't know, but the way he talk, I'd be really concerned because, like, he he speaks like a little kid. Yeah, he does. And you know who else concerns me? Who? Y'all, y'all, because she pregnant by him. Girl, I know Floyd is somewhere just punching the air. Karma, bitch. Floyd somewhere punching the fucking air. Because... Girl, I don't know. And then, like, you know, they post it on the shade room all the time. And then I saw one comment talking about this girl is a kid still. She, like, barely over 18. They married. Who married? She's married to NBA Youngboy. Oh, yeah, she is. But they was talking about how she a kid. And, like, we need to quit judging her because she a kid. Like, she's literally making decisions like a 19-year-old. Yeah. And I, I agree, because people are, you know, people coming down on her heart, because she coming from money and all that other stuff. But at the same time... We don't know how Floyd neglected her. Right. But at the same time, like, let's talk about him, because I think, I don't know how accurate this is, but he has, like, six babies and six baby mamas. Damn. I yeah, know, is that he's many? young as hell. I don't I just know. know one of his baby mamas. I don't she, know if he, that was a literal number. I just saw somebody say that, and I was like... I ain't fact check it because it sounds about right. Because I know he got all them kids. Let me see. NBA young boy kids. I wouldn't be surprised. I know he got that one girl pregnant and that's why. There's at least four. And then if she's pregnant, that's five. Oh, wait. Somebody did a whole last article on it. And he's 20. He's 20 from Baton Rouge. Which that, this actually doesn't surprise Ooh. me now that I know he's from there. Yeah. His father was uh, sentenced to 55 years in prison, and he was raised by his maternal grandmother. Uh, where is his mama? I don't know, but she be making videos. She do. I be uh, seeing her post. A um, typical black family dynamic. Well, typical black family from the He dropped dynamic. out of ninth grade. Ninth grade. Okay, that explains. He probably had a speech impediment and a little dyslexia going on. This is a lot. I mean, I just was trying to see how many kids he got. This article doing all this deep dive, and I'm like... Oh, so he got a lot of, I'm like, trauma and background issues. He you has know? four sons, one daughter, and another one on the way. Wow. I just wish... It's really sad to see this. And I wish, like, the media and people in the comments wouldn't be so judgmental towards these kids. Because we don't know what these kids is going through. Like I said just a minute ago, we won't. We don't know what we would do until we get in a situation. Girl, and then allegedly Yaya stabbed that girl. Yeah, and I'm thinking about that too. I'm like, okay, so what she get convicted and had to go to jet prison with girl, the they gonna Well with Floyd money, he I feel like he I don't know. Floyd will figure out something. I feel that way, but I also feel like this might be his final straw with her with her getting pregnant. And by no, him. I think he said something like like kinda alluding to the fact that he was done with her. Yeah. Because NBA Youngboy has, like, disrespected him yeah. in the media publicly. Yeah. Then he... Yeah, he... Ooh. But it's something going on with Yaya, too. Like, I don't know. She been neglected. I mean, people can have all the money and get all the things they want. But if they're not getting that emotional affection from their parents, then they are going to they have some find issues. They're going to seek it out. Or, I mean, it, it could just be the fact that she's just young and NBA Youngboy is, like, the most popular 
person of her age group. Yeah, he is. Because it's like I can't get into his how music. How can she? Though. Who else can she really date? You know, like you, like at that age, at that kind of young zum age, you and you're a celebrity, and your dad got all this money. Like you are mm-hmm. thinking, like, well, what level do I date? Girl, she better be like Jada and date little baby, but little baby ain't that good either. But right. Jordan Woods, he dating, she dating a dent. Well, she Jordan's closer to our age, but I just feel like if I had that, well, I'm again trying not to judge, but if I had that type of money, honey. I'll she, be trying to live my been, best life. Uh, Lori Harvey in the moment. Okay, just but you know Lori just... Harvey fucked with a fuck boy too. But allegedly yeah. they broke up. Damn. But she got out that situation without a baby. It's just hard out here. I don't know what to tell these young girls. Me like, neither. Shit, I don't. I don't know. Like she really ruining her life behind this young man. I mean, and I'm not to say that to to say that in regards to the baby. I mean that in regards to this whole possible criminal charge yeah like that's crazy that's like you too young to be dealing with stuff like that very very too but, young i don't know best of luck to them <laughs> you stay in it best of luck <laughs> girl because listen i can't wish i can't do nothing but wish you well okay, right <laughs> that's all i can do for you sis please don't wish me hell if you used to give me hell oh that's a song by megan yeah girl i love that song i love it Bitch, nigga, bitch. <laughs> okay, so let's let's end on some black excellence. Yeah, let's talk about some young people that are doing things well. Mm-hmm. Um, how you, Naomi. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? I don't know, but the tennis player. Yeah, Y'all the know tennis who player about. who wore the mask. We talked about her last week in regards to her wearing her mask during her tournaments and stuff. She is officially the highest paid female athlete ever. Like, in the history of the history. Like, the biggest bag since bags were invented, bitch. She pulled in a total of $37 million. She better secure the bag, okay? Like, that is crazy. And let me see, how old is she? I think she's like 19, She's like young. What would you do with all that money? How old is she? She's 22. Girl, if I had that much money... She's twenty, and I and she got her a good hood little nigga. <laughs> Do she? Well, he was um he look a little hood. Who? I think he um he flicked off the cameras when he was at the um the match. Her dude that she dated. Let me see. Let me look him up. What does he do? Let me look. Boyfriend. I think he's a rapper. He's a rapper. Uh, his name is Cordell. Cord- oh, Wabian, Wabian Corday. YBR, you know, they all like Girl, YBN, YBR, WXYZ. Um, let me oh, see. Oh, yeah, he is a part of it with Blueface and Rico Nasty. He did something, but I think decipher. he's like he came out, he was on a song with her, though. I think he's a little bit more enlightened. Okay, compared oh, to yeah, I do see they picture he, together. Yeah, he's a little bit more. His, his, I heard his last project was actually very good. Okay, okay. All right. Um, it looks like they met last year. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, he seemed like, you know, she like her little rough neck. And he seemed, look, he flicking off the camera right there. I mean, he's still I'm not little, bad at it. He's still a little ghetto. But, you know. Like, girl. I like me a little nigga. She with said, a little I'm, mixed, but I'm, I'm mixed, but I'm black. <laughs> uh, I know my black side. I know my black history. I, girl. I, I so, 
That I mean, we're not gonna end on black excellence because I just came across something. Breaking news, bitch. <laughs> I say looking at my phone. So you know Jeffrey Star, he was dating that one guy, that Girl, basketball player. What happened? So he post. I guess the dude he was dating posted a picture. Um, and Jeffrey Star left a comment on his picture and said, "Hey, since you can't answer the phone right now, can you give me all the stuff back that you stole from my house? What kind of low life fucking scum does that? Give it back if you need to. Re- if you need a return label, just ask." So they done. Mm-hmm. Girl, I don't know. I don't even have like words for that situation because I don't know what anybody expected out of this. Yeah, that didn't last barely a couple months. It wasn't even a couple months. Yeah, it was I feel like, like a it month. was just a month. <laughs> yeah. And it was I mean, but who knows how long this has been going on? Girl, right, because he left his family. A girl He won't be able to live that shit down. Yeah, he he can't really bounce back from that because mm-hmm. we know you wasn't with him. And I mean, what can he claim that? Oh, I was just the bottom. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the bottom? Is the bottom is never mind. I don't want to get into all that. The bottom is the person that take it. The top is the person that give it. Oh, cause you know he some probably guys. With some guys. Jeffrey is definitely a bottom. Yeah, and some guys try to justify it by saying, you know, they try to cleanse their image and say like, oh, I was just. It wasn't nothing or whatever, but I don't know. Like, he left his whole fam, like, girl. It's a lot involved in that. I mean, I I try not to judge men because, you know, some men are actually bisexual. Well, he just told his girl. Ain't nothing wrong with it if you tell your person that you with. Yeah, but he, like, straight up left his family. Yeah, he just got up and left her. And That's then now he obviously got up and left Jeffrey. I mean, how you how you get him is how they leave you. Okay, period. So, yeah, but still, shout out to Naomi for being the highest paid female athlete. She deserves because she's putting on for black culture. I mean, Serena did too. But yeah. You know. Serena walked so Naomi can run. Yeah, and, and it's just how it goes sometimes. Yes, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So. That's it for the media topics. Uh, we wishing everybody the best, um, except Jeffrey Star. He's racist, so I don't wish him the best. But everybody else that we mentioned, we wish you the best. Mm-hmm. And, and Trump. Yeah, we not wish. Yeah, and mm-hmm. him as to who mm-hmm. we not wish. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, so main <laughs> segments. Okay, so for the main segment, we're going to get into, we're going to talk about medications. Um, Medication for mental health. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, so I just saw this article that said this zoo had to remove a group of parrots because they kept cussing at visitors. And if I came back as an animal bitch, that would probably be me at that damn zoo. (laughs) Girl. <laughs> but anyways, y'all, we talked last episode we talked about how we're gonna talk about like the medication, the biases and the type of medication mm-hmm. for mental health. Um, so that's exactly what we're gonna talk about today. Because it's a much needed topic because as I mentioned in previous episodes, when it comes to like depression and some types of anxieties and other mental health diagnoses like bipolar and schizophrenia and stuff like that, medication is sometimes needed, especially for depression. Research has shown the best treatment for depression is a combination of therapy and medication. And 
I know we're all like, uh, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to put, you know, things that are not natural in my body. But it's just like, y'all, we put a lot of things that's not natural in our body. Them chips, that's made man-made. Chips, candy, mm-hmm. all that, all that is man-made. And we eat it. And what's the difference, what's the difference between, like, taking a little pill to help our mental health than eating something that's man-made? Because that eventually affects your health as well. Yeah, food definitely plays a huge part in mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so unless you just eating organic, you mm-hmm. you really ain't got no no excuse. And even then, I mean pesticides. Yeah, you just never you know. never know what's really organic nowadays. Really. So, like I said in the previous episodes, the best treatment for depression is a combination of medication and therapy same for anxiety but for some other disorders like personality disorder or um bipolar or schizophrenia like you kind of have to take medication to manage those symptoms especially if you like hallucinating and having delusions and stuff like you kind of have to take medication it's no like i'm not gonna take medication so we're gonna talk about first i guess we can dive in and just talk about the different types of medications that um that you can take for mental health so there are different categories so the first category is antidepressants Mm -hmm. the second is anti-anxiety medications the third one is stimulants the fourth one is antipsychotics and then the fifth one is mood stabilizers and then the sixth one is like medication for special groups like children older adults pregnant women and stuff like that so, yeah, I guess we can start out with depression. So, like I mentioned before, um, if you do go to a therapist and the first thing they do recommend is medication. And when I say therapist, I mean like a licensed professional counselor, not a psychiatrist. Because if you go to a psychiatrist, most likely they're going to recommend. Yeah, they're probably because that's what they do. They're a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're trained to do. Yeah. But if you go to a therapist and the, and the first session, they're like, you need to get on some medication. I mean, some therapists have different viewpoints on it. Some therapists are like, okay, I want you to go ahead and start getting on medication so you'll be able to be receptive to, like, the coping skills I'm teaching you so you can learn how to uh, manage your symptoms and all that. And and it's therapists like me where I'm like, okay, let me, like, get to know you a little bit and see you a few times, and then we can decide, like, down down the line if you need medication or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say stay away from those type of minutes, type of therapists. I mean, it may work. I mean, I don't know. It may work for you. It may work for them. But for me personally, I like to see my clients a few times before being like, okay, you may need a need. You may need to try some medication to manage right. these symptoms. And it also depends on what level you're at as well, because sometimes like I know for myself, like I can cope a, a while Mm-hmm. with having, like, I can be depressed a while, for quite a while before I realize, like, I need help. So I can be deep down in my depression and, like, already at my lowest level before I realize, like, dang, like, this has kind of gotten out of control because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that think that I can figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. So don't be alarmed necessarily if someone sees you for the first time and recommends medication because it may be a situation where it's you're already severe. severe. Yeah, because you want to think about, like, if your depression or anxiety or any other mental diagnosis affects you to the point where it impairs your daily functioning, so you can't work, you can't sleep, you can't eat, 
then you may need to go ahead and get on medication. Um, because medication is just like, when it comes to depression, anxiety, medication, medication for depression, anxiety, it kind of takes off the edge and it kind of helps you be more receptive of what the therapist is giving you. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? As far as coping skills. So with that being said, the first type we want to type of medication we're going to go into is antidepressants. And of course, antidepressants are commonly used to treat depression. It is also used to treat um, other conditions like anxiety and pain and insomnia. But like I said before, anxiety and depression go hand in hand. So if you get diagnosed with depression, most likely you're going to get diagnosed with anxiety. Um, And although like antidepressants are not FDA approved to treat ADHD, some antidepressants can help ADHD in adults. So the most popular antidepressants are ooh child I'm fit up girl I was like don't look at me for these pronunciations <laughs> girl flexitine so that's what we're just gonna go with that citalopram cetraline paroxetine and excitalopram and I want to say these are like the generic versions of it. No, they're not the generic version of it. But these are like depressed antidepressants that you know. You may heard of Celexa or Lexapro. Those are like antidepressants. Um, these names that I just stated are like other names for those type of antidepressants. So it's like the same thing, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like so you have like an on-brand and an off-brand. And it really doesn't... The only major difference that you're going to see is going to be in price. Like, just like mm-hmm. if you go to Kroger or Walmart and you get the Walmart brand or something versus, like, the Tyson brand, is you know, it's going to be mainly a different price. It's not really going to be that much difference in how it tastes or how it affects. Yeah. And, you know, antidepressants are also called selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, also known as SSRIs. So they basically get... So when you're depressed or dealing with anxiety, most times you're dealing with a lack of serotonin, which is like that happy chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps you get more of that to kind of help boost your mood. Yeah. It helps with the receptors just mm-hmm. being open to or like receptive to serotonin and just your body releasing more serotonin. Yeah. So, when it comes to just, like, any medication in general, but specific, also with antidepressants, like, you got to take it at least for six weeks for it to see the difference, which That's sucks. why they usually try to start you on it immediately, too. Yeah, that's another reason why some therapists are like, let me go ahead and start. if you're already, like, at rock bottom, like, it's no point in waiting mm-hmm. a few more sessions to put you on it. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I will recommend some of my clients to go ahead and look. But most of the time on the first session, they don't really be receptive of it. It takes it takes a few sessions for me to convince my clients mm-hmm. to take medication because I mostly see, like, black clients, too. But some common side effects listed with um, antidepressants is the mo- one common one is, of course, sleepiness. When you first start taking any of these medications, you're going to be, like, little, a little sleepy, a little drowsy. Girl, a little drowsy, for that's sure. That's why I've been sleepy. Mm-hmm. What's she taking? Girl, so, okay, y'all, I haven't disclosed this, but recently I got onto um some anxiety medication. I think you're on I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking the last one that we mentioned, the Alex, Alexa Prom. Yeah, it's good to take it at night, honestly, starting out. And the, yeah, I probably need to start, too, because I was like, I told you I took, like, three naps on Monday, 
and I oh, that's exactly why. why you're sleepy. It's good you're taking a break from work during this time. That's like perfect timing, <laughs> honestly. Girl, I could not but, figure out why I was so sleepy. I was like, am I this hungover? Like, am I getting no? This it's old? probably the medicine, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. And then another one is nausea and vomiting. Vomiting is kind of rare, but people do get nauseated. And weight gain, diarrhea, and sleep sexual problems. Yeah. Um, But if you start experiencing symptoms of, like, suicide or attempts to try to commit suicide or anything like that, that's when you need to contact your doctor. Yeah. Anytime you're feeling worse... Yeah, then you need to contact your doctor. Yeah, and you may just need to get switched into a different one because everybody's body is different. Just like some of us can work out three times a week and mm-hmm. lose weight, and whereas other of us mm-hmm. need to do two a days and all that. Yeah, everybody's body is different, so it's gonna be the same thing with medication. Yeah. So if your friend is on something, it don't may not think work for you. Yeah, don't think it's gonna work the same way for you. Like, oh, she's happy now. Like it, it that may be the perfect fit for her. Find the perfect fit for you. Yeah, and it's actually like a a genetic testing that can kind of predict what um, mental health medication will be best for you now. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. your insurance covered it, definitely get that to like save the hassle of like trying, trying different medications. Ones. Yeah, and also I know like as Black people we have like a fear of even trying medications, and we have a hesitancy, but. Like, when I got onto my anti-anxiety medicine, my doctor was like, okay, I'm just going to recommend half a dose. And she's like, just start off with half a dose since you're hesitant about medicine. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's just like half a pill. And, you know, if it works in six weeks, great. If not, then I'll probably have to up the dosage. But, like, it's not like you have to start off by just, like, popping three pills every day. Yeah, they're going to literally probably give you half... Oh, uh, how like half a milligram or something like that? I think that's the dosage. Yeah, I think I'm, my dosages are ten milligrams, and then somebody take a half is five. That's tiny, y'all. And people, I don't want to put that on my body, y'all. That's literally that's so small. Yeah, like it's tiny. Like I know people with it. I've had clients with psychotic disorders that had to take like five times more than that mm. to help manage their symptoms. So. A little milligram or two is not gonna harm you. Like it's really not. You're probably taking more vitamins than mm-hmm. than you would. You know, you probably your body's probably absorbing yeah. more from your vitamins than it would from. Yeah, your I think it's just like medicine. people really get in their head. Yeah, that was about me. taking the medication. And it's just like, oh my god, it's like, oh, I'm so sleepy. I just feel weird. I'm just like, girl, it's just. They were like, I'm dazing out. I'm like, girl, right. you well, in your head. That's right. what that's And you can psych on. yourself out. Your brain is the most powerful thing in your body. And mm-hmm. you can literally psych yourself out into believing. Like, there, I've, you know, I worked at Behavioral Health Hospital. I've seen patients come in and tell us that they are pregnant. And they're not pregnant. Like, they done took seven pregnancies. We've tests. all done that, probably. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, this lady, you know, these people were, like, convinced that, like, I'm seven months pregnant, and they, they don't look pregnant. Pregnancy does come negative. Like, but people can convince themselves of a lot of things when there's, like, mental health issues going on. So just just be mindful that you can trick yourself into certain stuff or just thinking, like, oh, this medication is bad. When it's, like, just be open. Just be receptive. Like, yeah. I think my first... Well, I think I mentioned this before. My first appointment was with uh, with a counselor, like, years ago. Within the first five minutes, she tried to put me on medication. And, like, looking back, well, in that moment, I was like, oh, I'm out. Like, I, forget mm-hmm. her. I'm done. But looking back, I was, like, at the lowest of low. Like, I had suicidal ideation. Like, I... Honestly, that's almost, like, us protecting ourselves, too. 
Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all that if you come in there in our office and you're like, I'm suicidal, okay, you need to get on medication right. ASAP. Like, especially if you're suicidal. You think about hurting yourself or somebody else, yeah, you need to get on medication. Right. And I was just, like, so against it. But, like I said, the, the route that I took instead of going on medication, like, oh, my gosh. It was, like, if you like drove around a mountain or around a hill instead of just going over it which was a shorter route it was just like mm-hmm. I went through oh my gosh like it was crazy. way more than there was yeah like I could have saved myself the trouble yeah so the next category is anti-anxiety medications which is a tricky a tricky category because the one of one form of anxiety um, medication is benzos which is Xanax also known as bars on the streets, it's known as bars. Mm. Have you heard of bars? Mm-mm. Girl, I'm be on the streets. It was, be- <laughs> <laughs> but it was, bars were real big in Texarkana. Like people would take bars. It was like a pill you pop and like you drink and you just be kind of just out of there. And then it got to the point where people were taking fake bars and people were like dying from it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but the, the different type of benzos are clonazepam, alazepam, and lorazepam. So these type of benzos are very short acting. It doesn't help with long term. It just helps in the moment where you're dealing with like a panic attack or anxiety mm-hmm. attack. So these are not really useful, honestly. And honestly, doctors really don't die, um, prescribe them like that anymore because the addiction rate is so high. Like you can, like I said last episode, two things, two things you can get addicted to that can actually kill you is alcohol and Xanax. And this is what can actually kill you. So doctors literally have to like wean. If you're taking this, doctors literally have to wean you off of it. So personally, I just try not to recommend it. If I one of my clients go see their psychiatrist and their psychiatrist put them on it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't got time to deal with this. Like the the addiction rate is so high on that medication, it's crazy. But then there's another um, anti-anxiety medication that I've taken called Bruzapone. Bruce Bruce Brown Bruce Brown that's what it's called Bruce Brown um and I took that for a year in 2000 I took that throughout the whole year 2019 because I did try antidepressants and unfortunately antidepressants just really didn't just really didn't do its job for me Mm -hmm. and then finally my therapist my psychiatrist realized girl you just anxious like you just anxious all the time you just anxious person so when I tell y'all I took that and it was like a light switch. Like of course within the time frame, like four to six weeks. It was like a light switch. Like I literally could tell the difference in my anxiety when I took that. So if you're a person and you tried an- to antidepressants, maybe suggesting to your doctor to try that. But I s- will say with this medication, you gotta take it twice a day. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I don't want you guys to like hear us naming this stuff and then be like, go to your doctor and be like, oh, put me on this. Like, do your research. You can go to your doctor and be like, hey, I heard about this. Yeah, but listen to their recommendations. Yeah. Don't just like search around for a doctor to put you on a certain thing just because you feel like yeah. it'll be right for you because they have to know, like, you need to be telling your doctor, like, oh, your allergies. Mm-hmm. You need to be telling them previous medications that you're, you've taken mm-hmm. before and tried. You need to tell them what you're on now. And, you know, what other medication you're taking or whatever other vitamins or whatever, you need to disclose, like, basically your whole medical history to these people so that they can accurately analyze what exactly would work for you. Yeah. And honestly, if you're going to, like, 
get on medication, you need, like, for your mental health, you need to go to a psychiatrist. You do not need your PCP prescribing that to you. I mean, some PCPs are cool. Like, they kind of have more experience in that realm. Mm -hmm. But I would recommend going to a psychiatrist rather than your PCP, personally. So some side effects that may come along with these medications is, of course, nausea, blurred vision, headache, confusion, tiredness, and nightmares. So if you're starting to experience symptoms like um, unsteadiness, problems with coordination, difficulty thinking or remembering, increased slava, muscle joint or pain, frequent urination, blurred vision, or changes in sex drive or ability, you probably should, like, contact your doctor if it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you start experiencing rash, hives, you know, stuff like that, definitely contact your doctor. Yeah. So, the next one is stimulants. And... This is for people with, like, ADHD. Yeah. That, it's, for, it's for people with ADHD who need, like, kind of like an upper... Mm-hmm. So, um, they stimulants increase alertness, attention, energy, as well as elevate blood pressure, heart rate, respiration, um, etc. Um, they're often prescribed to treat children, adolescents, and adults diagnosed with ADHD. So that's why it's like an upper because mm-hmm. like it it helps you kind of zone in. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, child. Yeah. These basically <laughs> these. These is either you're gonna get prescribed with Ritalin or um, uh, Adderall. Yes, and that's basically what these. Yeah, these words are. I can't even pronounce these words. Yeah, because these are long names. The, you know the medical terms for these medications are real long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's basically Ritalin or Adderall. Like um, I almost called you dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> like dizzy said. Mm-hmm. Like Devin said. Um, so, yeah, that is, that's pretty much what a stimulant is. Um, how do you respond to them? Uh, the possible side effects are you can have difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, obviously, because your energy has increased. Um, you can have a loss of appetite, stomach pain, and headache. Mm -hmm. Um, less common side effects include motor tics or verbal tics, Mm -hmm. like sudden or repetitive movements or sounds. Um, and personality changes, such as appearing flat or without emotion. So, um, uppers are great, you know, when you need them. But you, this is why it's so important to not abuse medication. Because uh, there was, like, at one point, I don't think it was when I was in college, but I remember, like, being younger and, like, people taking Adderall or, like, just this whole hysteria around like kids at schools, like like I feel like it may have been on Adderall sister, is sister. addictive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's addictive. But I remember like just the TV shows at the time, like showing how kids were taking Adderall to like because it was a real thing and mm-hmm. like to study for stuff. And they still do just... that in college, especially um white boys. Yeah, I never, I never did. I've never tried Ritalin or Adderall. Me neither. All. I haven't. I kind of want to because I do have a little bit of ADHD. But I mean, I think we all do because lack of focus is a symptom of depression. Yeah, but I, I I want it through a medical professional. I don't need to be just taking. But some. you gotta get drug tested for that. It's kind of hard to get um, diagnosed with that. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, you gotta get like when I went to the psychiatrist when he put me on that Bruce Brown stuff. He wanted me to come in um, and get tested for um, ADHD because he thought I had ADHD. 
which I probably do, honestly. And um, he also wanted me to get drug tested. And I just didn't feel like doing all that. Not because <laughs> I was doing drugs or anything. I was just like, give me this anxiety medication. I'll figure it out. Yeah. But see, um, like how we mentioned before with the antidepressants, those can also, it hasn't been FDA approved to treat ADHD, but they can also help. So that's what I'm hoping with the one that I'm on, mm-hmm. that it would kind of help with that because, but I, I really think a lot of my um, lack of focus is stems from my anxiety. So, yeah. Um, so so then, we'll yeah, hopefully. So the next group is antipsychotics. So these are the people that deals with psychosis. So this is your schizophrenia. Some types of bipolar may have psychosis. Um, like they're also used for um, dementia or a very severe depression because some types of depression can have psychotic symptoms, eating disorders, PTSD, OCD, and also anxiety. Um, and, you know, oddly, they're also used to treat um migraines so i remember like in 2016 or 17 i had really bad migraines like i went to like a neurologist and everything and they they prescribed me an antipsychotic but guess who didn't take that shit now that's one thing i wasn't gonna take that's what you <laughs> no i'm sorry y'all i wasn't about to take no fucking antipsychotic because i am not psychotic i'm not seeing people i'm not doing none of that i just had really bad migraines so yeah um Different type of antipsychotics. Oh, Lord. Clorazepine. Clorazepromazine. <laughs> y'all, I don't know. I cannot pronounce this. You know what? We might have just put a link for y'all to see um, <laughs> these names because these names They're are really very crazy. difficult. Halo Yeah, Risperdone. I do know Risperdone. That's a really common one, Risperdone. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. Listen, Google these words. Yeah, Google we'll 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 link the link some type of way. So basically, um, the side effects of antipsychotics is basically the same as like you know the other medication is like drowsiness, dizziness, extreme drowsiness. I from like the clients I've worked with, like they said the antipsychotics make you super drowsy. Mm-hmm. Um, dizziness, restless, weight gain, dry mouth, constipation, nausea, vomiting, blurred vision, low blood pressure, uncontrollable movements, seizures, and a low number of white blood cells. And I did not know that. Um, so that's, that's news to me. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why you don't want to be on this unless you have to be on it. Yeah. And if you, but if you're seeing things and you're hearing things, you, that's, those are psychosis symptoms. And we'll go into that on another episode. So, the next group are mood stabilizers. So, these are also used to treat bipolar disorder and mood swings um, associated with other mental disorders. So, you want to think about using a mood stabilizer for people that... I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Just people with extreme mood swings. Yeah, like schizoaffective Mm -hmm. disorder. Um yeah. It says the disorders of impulse control, mm-hmm. certain mental illnesses in children, um, yeah. and depression, usually along with another antidepressant. Yeah. So, you, typically with bipolar, you know, you have that up phase and that down phase. And sometimes with certain types of depression and the other diagnosis you um, named. Um, so, you're going to you take a mood stabilizer along with an antidepressant to kind of balance out the chemicals. 
So a lot of a very common um, type of um, mood stabilizer is lithium and some other long names. <laughs> um, they do have side effects of itching, rash, excessive thirsty. I hear that a lot. Um, freaking urination, tremors, nausea and vomiting, slurred speech, fast, pounding heart rate, blackouts, changing, changes in vision, seizures, hallucinations, loss of coordination, and swelling of eyes. So keep in mind, we're naming these side effects, these possible side effects. And you may, if you get on medication, you may have these side effects. But it's in that period of when you're getting used to it. So that four to six week period. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to die. Do you want to live with your mental illness forever or do you want to deal with a few symptoms for a couple weeks? Right. And um, like you said, it's just for a certain amount of time, but it's not guaranteed. So as we're listing these side effects, it's not like you're going to experience all of them. You may it's just a possibility. One. Just like when we get on birth control and, you know, they have to disclose like, oh, mm-hmm. you may have this, this and that. Or like the TV commercials when they talk really fast and be like, if you're experiencing like, it's always a possibility. It's, it's medication. There's no guarantee. Everybody, you know, reacts differently. So you could have some of these or none of them. Because, like, even in the antidepressant, I think the only thing that I noticed was my sleepiness. Now, I haven't been on it long. It's only been, mm-hmm. like, a week. Mm-hmm. But now I understand why I'm so sleepy. Yeah. I just thought I was just lazy. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other category is just, like, special conditions when it comes to, like, elderly and children. Of course, that's when they tweak the medication. They may use different combinations of medication. But it's not, like, a particular medication. So, just along with that, like, you know, it's just a lot of bias with medication. And it's just no different than taking any other medication. And if you're smoking and drinking, especially if you're smoking regularly, because that's really common in black people that have anxiety and depression, like, smoke marijuana um, or drink, you're basically self-medicating anyways. Right. And this is a less deadly form. Yeah. Like, so, it's better to take some medication then to like try to drink it away and like now you're an alcoholic because you've tried to cope with your your anxiety when you could have just took a pill instead of taking alcohol all day Mm -hmm. every day to cope or like even smoking marijuana like when people you can get you know yeah and when when people literally have to wake up every day and smoke i mean there's no judgment for that smoking yeah there's no judgment for it at all but what i'm saying is like there's obviously you're masking something so why yeah. not at least figure out what you're masking instead of just trying to self-medicate mm-hmm. or trying to get into a point where you could tolerate people like maybe you're just really irritable from your anxiety mm-hmm. and that's really what most of the time it be people be dealing with anxiety and depression so that's why they smoke um and i mean it's really not helpful if you're being honest if we are we're being honest yeah i used to be a little pothead back in my day yeah, it's really just a mess. I mean, I before this whole situation with me getting on medication, I was drinking, I want to say, almost every day, like drinking like a glass of wine almost every day to just cope with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I just want to feel like relaxed. Without having and, to do all that. Yeah, and, and like the alcohol ain't do nothing because then it was like, as soon as the alcohol wear off, I'm back to my anxiety. So mm-hmm. I'd rather take something on a regular basis that can stabilize me to where I can drink alcohol socially like I yeah. was before mm-hmm. instead of like drinking it and damn near making myself addicted to it. You yeah. Know? And when it comes to medications for like antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, it doesn't mean you're going to be on it forever. 
Now, when it comes to bipolar and antipsychotics, there may be something you have to take for the long run. But like I said, sometimes antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications, it's just to kind of take the edge off so you can take in the coping skills that you mm-hmm. can from your therapist and yeah. actually apply them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about medications today. You have anything else? Um, I just want to say, like, keep an open mind. I'm on medication for the first time in my life. I can't even believe I'm telling y'all that because, like, I was that black person that was like, I ain't taking no medication. Like, I, I've seen how it affect people. But I also had to, like, sit back and realize I worked at a behavioral health hospital. I've seen people in psychosis. I've seen people, you know, with severe um, situations that they had to be on medication for. So I think that's what brought my fear of medication mm-hmm. but I just say keep up with mind and like really I just got to a point where my anxiety was just like affecting my life in a way that I didn't want it to anymore and if this is going to take the edge off for me to like get my routine together to get my you know my coping skills together to like really be able to take a look inside myself and just say okay like let's figure this out then you know I'm I'm down with it. So just keep up in mind. Don't nobody have to be in your business. You don't have to tell people you're on medication. You don't have to take your pills in front of people. Or like if you if you feel embarrassed to the point where you want to hide it, that's fine. Like you don't have to show it off and be proud of it mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Like be comfortable in whatever you want to show or let people know. And that's that. Other than that, it ain't nobody's business. You know, it's HIPAA. Can't nobody, you know, nobody would know except for you and your doctor that you're on medication. So don't be embarrassed. Life is short. It's a whole bunch of shit going on in 2020. If you need to be on some medications, just take your damn medication. Period. And that's that on that. And that's just that. So now we're going to ask for friends. Okay, Because y'all are friends. Okay, friends. How many of us Okay, so asking for a friend. So, like I said, um, I think a couple episodes ago, we're doing, like, some different things as far as this segment. Um, So, we're taking things from, like, little discussions we've seen on the internet, and we're going to give our opinion on it. And also, like, a combination of advice letters as well. So, recently on Twitter, what's been popping, what caused a big debate, is basically this girl, you know, Salt Bay, the... The man that make the, the good steaks. And mm-hmm. he sprinkled the salt on it and he went viral. Right? Mm-hmm. So he opened a restaurant. And basically in one of his restaurants, I want to say in Las Vegas, a girl was in there and she was twerking in front of him. And he was recording it. And this guy was like beating on the door. And the waiter let him in and he ran in and he was like going off. And on the original video, it looked like he was going off on her because she was, was dancing. Twerking. But another video came out and he was yelling at his another girl that was his girlfriend. And basically, she was talking to some guys or something. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he was upset about that and he went off on her. So the discussion came about because people was like his response was inappropriate 
it was based around the first video. Mm-hmm. They were saying his response was inappropriate to her, and they hope she's okay, wooty woo. But men was like, how come women can't be accountable because she was twerking, wooty woo? Then when the second part came out, it was like he was talking to another girl. They was like, y'all was writing all these theses about this, and <laughs> it was a whole different girl he was um, yelling at. Mm-hmm. So what's your viewpoint on all that? And then I'll tell you mine. So, I feel like people should just, you know, stay quiet until you get more facts. You know, because, the for one, when I saw the first video, when he was, like, banging on the door, the waiter opened the door, and he came in and, like, rushed in so quickly, and then it, like, cut off. I saw it, and I kept scrolling, because I didn't want to have, I just didn't want to have no dialogue around it, because in my mind, I'm like, this is, this man is too aggressive like Mm -hmm. that was i don't care what anybody was doing he looked very threatening Mm -hmm. and um but i didn't have no opinion on it per se because i mean it's a video obviously it ain't live so whatever happened has happened and i was just in my mind like i hope that girl's okay but then when the second video came out and he wasn't going after the girl that was twerking and he was um actually going at a different girl, I still felt the same way. Like, it was too aggressive. It was too much. I don't care what the girl... I don't care if the girl was sitting there talking to other guys or exchanging numbers. Whatever the situation may have been, it was just too aggressive. And I think that it's important for people to... Now, I didn't... You know, obviously, they only recorded to a certain extent. But I think that it was a responsibility of the men that were in that room to hold that guy back. And so, for one, not even let somebody in that was reacting like that. Like, Mm -hmm. the way he was beating on that door was Mm -hmm. unacceptable. The waiter was a hater. Yeah, and my my opinion is similar when it comes to that, too. First of all, I gave my opinion on the first video and the second video, and my opinion didn't change. The nigga was too aggressive regardless. Mm-hmm. Regardless, yeah, no matter who he was going after, it doesn't matter who he was going after. He was way too aggressive. Yeah, the girl was wrong, granted, but at the same time, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. And <laughs> and I just don't think it was appropriate for he could have just been like he could have told that girl she he she had him fuck up fucked up in like a more calm way like you you just vocalize that you don't have to like the way he went and rushed in yeah i feel like if nobody else was in there and if phones were out i feel like he would have decked her exactly and that's why i say i feel like it was the responsibility of the waiter to one not let him inside the building being that aggressive but for two though all those men standing there should have got in between him and whoever he was going after because nobody knew who he was going after until he went after them Mm -hmm. so from the moment that he got in, he started being aggressive. If they were going to open the door, they should have barricaded him at the door or just open it just barely enough and was like, what's up? Like, can we help you? Like, what's going on? Because yeah. the way he was beating on that door, you know he was coming after somebody. Like, that's like opening the door. Like That's like somebody standing outside saying, I'm going to beat your ass. And then y'all open the door to let them come in and beat somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he was just... I'm, that, that man needs some anger management um, sessions and a certificate because that was just ridiculously aggressive and if y'all haven't seen the video i'm sure if you just go on youtube and search like it was on shade room and everything yeah, yeah if you go on shade room youtube whatever google salt bay restaurant fight or restaurant argument it'll pop up i'm sure it'll pop up because like that was just crazy yeah and salt bay prices are crazy as well let me yeah. just throw that in there and you know his um 
his restaurant got closed, shut down after that. Oh, yeah, because they was violating COVID mm-hmm. restrictions. I mean, I think that's everybody a, is. That's but... why they shouldn't. He need to have a mask on. He angry without a mask, too. Okay. So. That was their own fault with his $1,500 stakes. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Why they have people twerking in there with $1,500 stakes? What do them people eat? She had to get she had to get her bill paid for like you know <laughs> the way she was twerking and he was recording because she was left cheek right cheek left cheek right cheek <laughs> yeah okay so let's get into this letter so this girl what's this girl what should this girl name be maybe her name should be Laquisha okay Laquisha said I'm a twenty twenty five year old um, marine biologist. Mm-hmm. researching dolphins in southern california that's lit um she said this past year i met a man and i've fallen very deeply in love with him oh. parentheses i didn't know i was capable capable of it girl he's <laughs> extremely kind generous considerate passionate thoughtful attractive outdoorsy and venturous but he is soon moving to colorado for work reasons i'm happy he will be doing what he loves but y'all I'm so sad to lose him. He feels the same about me. I'm not really interested in a long-distance relationship. It seems irrational to commit to somebody when we have no future plans to live in the same area. I'm so frustrated by it all. I want He wants to be in the mountains. I, my life is by the sea. What should we do? Find him some mountains in California. Don't they have mountains, <coughs> Excuse in, me. Don't they have mountains in California? Yeah, yeah, but it's it ain't like Colorado mountains. I know Colorado is beautiful. It is. Girl, just make it work it's, until it don't. Okay, that's all. Who, I, and but who's to say it don't? Like y'all cross that big bridge when y'all get there. Right. Like sometimes it's it's such thing as being too rational, and you're thinking too hard about it, and that's just the anxiety. You know what I mean? But I think y'all should just try to make it work. Like Desiree said, try to make it work until it don't. But who said it's not going to work? Right. When y'all get to that point where y'all have to choose in between that, y'all figure it out. Yeah. It's plenty of married couples that, like... That reminds me of anxiety because anxiety is just, like, anticipating things or, like, you know, like, for me, my anxiety is very much so, like, just thinking about things in the future and just, like, freaking out about that and, like, kind of ruminating over things when yeah. it hasn't happened yet so like girl if you having fun you love this man continue to love him like even if you break up with him now are you gonna stop being in love no you're gonna cry your eyes out and be sad so and then eventually move on yeah so you might Enjoy as well just you know work it out until it can like exhaust every option Especially if you say y'all are, like, in love with each other like you say you are. And you can definitely tell it's anxiety because she said, I didn't think I was capable of it. So, mm-hmm. you're kind of almost self-sabotaging in a way. Yeah, girl. And I've been there and done that. That's me. Girl, just make it work. Y'all can travel back and forth. And you never know. Like, he didn't an opportunity. Yet. What'd you say? He didn't move yet, did he? He's about to. But he hasn't moved yet, no. Girl. If you Enjoy don't, your days with him because okay. you're going to sit there and have him have that man right in front of your face and you're going to be picking arguments and like just so sad that he's leaving. Enjoy him in the present. Yeah. Practice mindfulness. Be in the present moment without judging what's to come or what's happening. Just practice non-attachment. Be mindful and try to practice non-attachment. Y'all can probably figure it out. If it's meant to be, it will be. Mm-hmm. And who knows? They might get some dolphins in California. I mean, in Colorado. 
or some mountains in California. Like, you just never know. You never know. The way America going and Twain Twain going, you never know. So Okay, you never know. So, yeah, that's all we have for asking for a friend. So let's get into the meditation minutes. This meditation will be for being more present, more aware in the moment. We'll just focus on breathing. Breathe in and out. You don't have to have a specific pattern Just taking deep breaths in and out. Pay attention to which muscles engage when you breathe. Feel your chest rising and falling. Do you feel the texture of your clothes against your skin? Does it feel rough? Is it soft? Is it cozy? Is it warm? Pay attention to the temperature of the room. Are you cold? Is it perfect? Are you hot? Do your shoulders move when you breathe? Are they moving up and down? Is it more inward and outward? Sometimes it's hard for us to be present. But it becomes much easier when we focus on what's immediately around us. Do you have a light on in the room? If you close your eyes, is that light bright? Do you feel the warmth of that light?
what about the music? Can you feel the sound of the music through your ears? Can you imagine the music going in one ear and out the other? Is it soothing? Rotate your head going clockwise, focusing only on the music. Now go counterclockwise. Do you feel your hair touch your neck? Does it feel familiar? Does it feel soft? come back to focusing on your breathing. Fill your body with air and release the air. Feel your clothes rub against you with every breath. These simple focuses can bring you back to the present and anytime you need to come back to the present, start with your breath. And go from there. Namaste gang. <laughs>